Hey everyone, welcome to Gilmore Gales. My name is Karishma and I'm here with my co-hosts and friends, Jaina and Anusha. In today's episode, we'll be recapping season two, episode three of Gilmore Girls. Um, so what did you guys think of this episode? Yeah, I thought it was a really good episode. Um, there's a mix of like good like comedy, drama, and you know, some stuff goes down, which we'll get into. <laughs> yeah, I really liked it. Um, it was cute, and we kind of got to get to know um, more of the townies and um, understand a little bit of more about Lorelai and um, kind of what's in her mind. And um, we see some fun stuff. The ladies kind of go out, so it's kind of a little crazy, but cute. Um, it's a great episode. I like it. Yeah, totally. Um, there were several parts of this episode where I really laughed out loud. Um, <laughs> and I also think that um, the episode as a whole was very revealing also of Lorelai and Max's relationship, which I thought was pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So before we dive into our discussion, we're just going to take a quick break. All right. So, Jaina, can you walk us through the first part of the episode? Yes. So I really like this beginning. Um, Lorelai and Rory are cake testing. And um, Fran is talking about how she insists that they take all the samples and like try it twice because it's for her wedding and it's an important day. And um, apparently this establishment has been over a hundred years old. And then Lorelai makes some funny joke like, oh, you don't look a day over a hundred or something. And she's like, not me, the store. (laughs) (laughs) And um, yeah. And then Rory gets super excited about the raspberry um, flavored cake and how they talk about how the wedding is going to be in the next two weeks. Um, Rory and Lorelai also talk about how Max is coming back and how um, Lorelai and Max are in sync about having a small wedding. And then Rory talks about some something like uh, eth- being ethically correct because they're taking all these samples, but Suki's free anyways. Um, but then they just continue on with the samples because Fran uh, is in the back and she's like, oh, do you guys want to taste this flavor? And they're super excited about it. So they continue to taste the cakes. <laughs> um, going back to another, the next scene, we have Lorelai and Max in the living room and um, pictures because he wants to be the photographer for the wedding. And they show some, or he shows like them some samples, and one of them is a nude pic of him. And <laughs> Laura is immediately like, "Oh, what is this? This is a nude picture of you." And he's like, "Oh no, no, it's a fi- it's fine." Um, so that was hilarious. But um, then Kirk mentions how he wants 150 an hour and then Lorelai is just like how about lunch and the cost of the film and then he just immediately agrees um I guess this is why people like small towns <laughs> um and then and Lorelai says no like come on stay and she's a little sad he's going then she suggests that he should stay over for the night um 
And he agrees uh, because they're going to be living together anyways soon. So this is just like a trial run practice type of thing. Um, So what did you guys think of these two scenes? I love the fact that Kirk charges $150 an hour for being a photographer, even though he has like no experience. Like (laughs) I think all of his experience were like the nude photos and then like his family vacation. And that's pretty much it. So (laughs) I, I really love that scene, even though I always forget about it. I laughed out loud when I watched it. Yeah. That was one of like Kirk's funniest moments. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And um, I like it really makes me want to be at France tasting these cakes. They looked delicious. Yes. Right? Yeah. So true. All right. So we move to the next scene. Um, Rory and Dean are walking across town. And Rory mentions that it would be cool to have, like, a double date with um, her mom and Max. And then Dean mentions that it's their anniversary tomorrow. And then Rory's like, no, it's the 24th. But then they talk about how, like, um, it was before the breakup. And then after the breakup, the date kind of changed sort of thing. And then they pretty much just decide on having, celebrating it, like, twice. Which I just think was kind of cute and, like, overly lovey-dovey. I was a little disgusted by that. But um, (laughs) that's just me. (laughs) Um. And then we move on to the next scene. It's movie night at the Gilmore's and um, they're just prepping in the kitchen uh, to just have some food around. And Max is in the kitchen and he knows like his way around the kitchen. So Lorelai and Rory pretty much just mock him about how good he is and like how he's going to teach them and how he's like a savior and all of that. And then... um, then they start watching the movie, and anytime Max said anything, they would, like, shush him. But anytime Rory and Lorelai would talk, it would be fine. So he asked why that is, and then Lorelai just said, because last time, those were the times that we had spoken, so they don't remember the scenes anymore. But then they knew the scenes um, of the ones that they were pretty much reenacting themselves. Um, and then a little bit after, the phone rings, and Lorelai and Rory both like make an excuse of how the phone is like far away and how Max has longer legs and he should just like go and get the phone because it's closer to him anyways and um, even though it's not (laughs) and um, (laughs) then Max just gets up and he um, pretty much both of the girls wear him out so he's fallen asleep on the couch the movie's over and he doesn't realize it and they wake him up and um He's still asking about the guy in the movie, like, what happened to him? And then Rory's like, Mom, you have to bring him. You have to bring him to bed. Like, he's he's out. Um, but, yeah. So, the next scene is Max and Lorelai are going to bed. And Lorelai pretty much freaks out about how there's a man in the house. So, Max has fallen asleep. And then there's Lorelai just laying on the bed, like, just wondering at the fact that there's a guy next to her. And so she eventually just goes downstairs to Rory's room and talks about how there's a guy in the house (laughs) and how it's going to be getting used to him being around and everything. And um, Rory just says, like, it's normal. Like, I like Max, you like Max, and, you know, you guys are happy. It's totally fine. Why are you, you know, freaking out? And um, 
Rory pretty much just talks about like how it's all going to be okay and she should kind of go back to her room and be a big girl but she but Lorelai just like falls asleep on her and Rory tells her like go to your room and then they just say like oh it's fine just give me 10 minutes and then they fall asleep um but yeah what did you guys think of those like few scenes I think it's super funny how um, Lorelai it's like kind of like freaking out. How am I like? Oh my god, there's a boy in the house. How are we gonna deal with it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought it was really funny too. Yeah, I I also like um, like the scene right before when Max was cooking, um, and Lorelai and Rory like didn't even know that they had a broiler in the kitchen and. <laughs> He's just like, where have you guys been living? <laughs> I love that part. Um, but it seems like from the scene where Lorelai, uh, you know, goes to Rory's room and freaks out, it kind of seems like Ro- Lorelai clearly has an issue with their life changing more than Rory has an issue with it, which I find interesting because I remember back when um, Lorelai first got together with Max or when she was like considering getting together with him she was really worried about how it would affect Rory and how Rory would react to it. So I find it really interesting how like the tables have kind of turned and Rory's cool with it. But Lorelai's the one who's kind of like afraid of the change. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, very true. And do you guys ever feel like um, Rory and Lorelai already know that there's like so much in the kitchen, but they just like mock most of the people that are like working in the kitchen because I feel like they've done that with Max and like Luke and other people that have worked in the kitchen. Yeah. <laughs> I think they, they barely use their kitchen so they're um they mostly order takeout. So I don't think they know what how even though they know it's there, I don't think they're really sure of how everything works. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, and yeah, I also like your insight on what you said about Lorelai Karishma. It's very like true. Yeah. Um, and then we'll go to the next scene. Um, they wake up and they go to Luke's and uh, Rory and Max, or sorry, Rory and Lorelai get there first. Um, they're talking to Luke about how Max is going to come, but he really likes his newspaper, the New York Times and all of that stuff. And um, at this point, for some reason, um, Luke is just super irritated. And then Max comes and then Luke like opens the door and he's like, top of the morning to you, buddy. Um, (laughs) This brown brown color looks really good on you. And he was wearing a brown uh, sweater. And then um, Rory and Lorelai obviously already know what they want. So they just start ordering it at the table. But Max is still looking at the menu. And um, so then Rory and Lorelai are like, oh, no, it's fine. Um, We'll wait until Max orders something. And then Luke kind of goes for a little bit. And then he comes back with another menu because um, it's an hour away from lunch. And (laughs) at this point, I think Luke is super irritated at the fact that Max isn't picking anything. And um, he's just like, okay, <laughs> you got to pick something. But um, overall, you can kind of see that Lorelai and uh, Rory are just like trying to 
be comfortable with Max being here and kind of make him at ease at the fact that, you know, they kind of stopped their order because of him. Because Max keeps insisting, like, oh, go ahead and order. Like, don't wait for me. But they're just trying to be polite. And at the same time, Luke is kind of getting irritated at the fact that they're not ordering. Which I find funny because, like, customers will take their time. But anyways. (laughs) I think Luke is more so irritated at the fact that um, Max is with Lorelai more than anything. Definitely. Yeah. Also, like, he's probably so used to Lorelai and Rory just automatically knowing what they want that an actual normal customer, like, coming in and actually, like, (laughs) taking a look at the menu for a minute is, like, weird to him. That's true. And also, like, uh, in the small town, I think everybody, like, is kind of a regular and they already know every single item on the menu and what they want. So I guess it's just one of those small town things. Right. (laughs) Yeah, I just thought it was cute. Yeah. Um, the, the fact that they were just like all sitting there and trying to figure out what Max is going to order. <laughs> yeah. Um, Krishma, do you want to take the next scene? Yeah. Um, so then Luke notices this like construction crew outside of the diner and uh, Taylor's also um, there and he explains that um, they're basically there to install Stars Hollow's first traffic light and metered crosswalk because um, <laughs> they've apparently never had that before. Um, Luke is extremely angry about this and he storms out of the diner to confront them and he of course proceeds to yell at Taylor about it um, you know as per usual. Um, and from there Lorelai comes outside and they talk a little bit about it um, but she also asked Luke if he has received her wedding invitation and he says that it's in a pile upstairs somewhere. And then when she asks if he's actually coming, he like avoids the question by saying that he has to make some phone calls about the traffic light. Um, and then he leaves. Um, so yeah, it's kind of like a smaller scene, but what did you guys think of kind of Luke's reaction to Lorelai asking him um, if he's coming to the wedding or not? I feel like she was so sad at the fact that he doesn't care, isn't even considering going to the wedding. Because as we know, she feels more for Luke than she does for Max. Um, And we'll find out kind of that um, later in the series. But it was just interesting at the fact that she really wanted to know if he was going to be there and really cared about that rather than like her own wedding type of thing. Yeah, definitely. And I think um, Lorelai finds Luke to be such a comforting presence. And I think internally, she's feeling a lot of anxiety with marrying Max, as we'll find out later on. And I think her wanting Luke to be there, she just wanted like a familiar, like comforting presence. Totally. Yeah. And I I think Luke's response to Lorelai's question in terms of like really avoiding the question and be like, oh, I have to go upstairs now. Um, I think that he is clearly still, of course, feeling uh, dealing with feelings of jealousy um, since she's getting married to someone else. And clearly he still has feelings for her. So he's kind of probably not even decided for himself whether or not he's going. So at least that's kind of like what I got from his non-response. 
Um, and then we transition over to nighttime uh, that same day. And Lorelai, Max, Rory, and Dean um, are all walking in the, in the town square. And Max is talking about how much food they ate at dinner. And he asked Dean if he's crazy to think that having six baked potatoes for four people is a lot. Um, and Dean is just like, yeah, no, you're not crazy. That makes sense. Um, and then Rory randomly sees ice cream and then she and Lorelai run to go get some and Max is just like oh how could they possibly eat more and then Dean just says like oh I'm surprised you've known them long enough not to be so confused (laughs) so then um they both like go to sit down on a bench while waiting for them and Dean then informs Max that their eating habits are just one of the things that he's gonna have to get used to and how there's a lot of stuff to know Um, So Dean basically just gives Max tips on how to interact with Lorelai and Rory, like how he shouldn't get into heavy discussions with them late at night because that's when they're at their crankiest and how he should just go along with their bits. Um, And he gave this like example, like uh, for example, if you're eating pizza and Lorelai decides that the pepperoni is mad at the mushrooms because the mushrooms have an attitude and the pepperoni asks for your opinion, don't just laugh, just answer the pepperoni. Um, so he gave that as an ex- a very detailed example. Um, and Dean also says that um, they always do something crazy, but then their thinking becomes clear after the crazy thing happens. But then by the time you come to that realization, then they've already done like two other crazy things. Um, and then <laughs> Max is just like amazed by Dean and is like, wow, you have much knowledge. <laughs> So then uh, Dean asks Max if Lorelai knows what kind of ice cream he likes. And he's just like, yeah, I told her chocolate chip. And then right at that moment, Lorelai gives Max chocolate chip ice cream. Um, So what did you guys think of this um, conversation between like Dean and Max and how Dean gave Max the lowdown on Lorelai and Rory? I think Dean is speaking from like personal experience and he just sounded like kind of traumatized. Like, don't do this. because he probably did it and he was like learn for my mistake kind of thing (laughs) yeah that's very true but I also think at the same time like Max should have known all of this since Lorelai and Max have been dating for so long and they're getting married um so it seems kind of weird that Max really doesn't know the lowdown already and Dean has to kind of explain it to him it seems like Rory and Dean should be getting married at this point from what Dean already knows about them um, instead of Lorelai and Max. So it kind of just goes to show like Max hasn't really been around um, Rory and Lorelai as much. I feel like they've just been dating, um, but it just hasn't been like more more intimate with like the family type of thing. So it's interesting that they're getting married in two weeks, but Max really doesn't know that much about Rory and Lorelai as much as he should. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, you took the words out of my mouth because I, I also think that it also goes to show how this engagement was very like random and very rushed. Because um, even though he's known Lorelai, I think for about a year at this point. Um, yeah, you're right. I, I think like they haven't really been like together together for a long time. Like. It seems like they've always just casually dated. They've never been like established or like you said, um, like 
been together as a family very often. So yeah, it is weird how he doesn't already know a lot of this stuff. Um, so then uh, they get to Lorelai and Rory's house and Max is uh, kind of concerned that Rory and Dean are still outside, even though it's past 11. Um, and then Max asks Lorelai about the procedure about this kind of thing. Um, and Lorelai's just very like chill about it. She's like, oh yeah, don't worry. Like Rory's very low maintenance. Um, she won't do anything. Um, and then Max asks her about like different scenarios about what he should do um, during those scenarios. Like he gave the example, if Rory comes home drunk and Lorelai said like, oh, that would never happen. And, you know, she would just handle it herself. And Max is just like, oh, well, then what role do I play in Rory's life? Um, and then Max gets kind of annoyed by this because he doesn't really know his role around there. And Lorelai said that, you know, oh, well, your role is to make garlic bread. You did that very well the other night. <laughs> um, and then it kind of like escalates a little bit and they get into this fight because Lorelai keeps joking and Max is trying to take things seriously. Um, but then Lorelai kind of like diffuses the situation um, by just like continuing to joke. And then when she kisses him, he's just like, oh, you know what? Okay, we, we just won't get into this tonight. I already broke Dean's late night cranky rule. And Lorelai is just <laughs> like, what late night cranky rule? <laughs> um, so yeah, what did you guys think of this conversation between Max and Lorelai? Yeah, I feel like that's, again, a conversation that needed to have happened like before they decided to get married. And I think um, Max just feels like he doesn't want to be just you know, a person that's living in the same house as Lorelai and Rory. He wants to feel like Rory's stepfather and, you know, be involved in her life. And um, I think Lorelai is having a hard time adjusting with that also. So, yeah, I think that should have been a conversation that needed to happen before. Yeah, I yeah. definitely agree. Um, and I just kind of feel bad for Max overall because after the Dean conversation, I'm sure he was, like, thinking about, like, oh, shoot, like, I don't know so much about these girls as much as I should. And then now this kind of happens. He probably just feels, like, out of place, like, you know, who am I really marrying and, like, why am I even here if there's no purpose for me? Um, so the fact that they're getting into this uh, during the cranky hour, apparently, um, is not good for both of them because Lorelai just doesn't give Max proper responses. I feel like she's more making it as a joke and kind of not answering to the way that Max really needs all of his questions to be answered. Um, but yeah, it's something that they both, I guess, need to continue to think about. <laughs> right. <laughs> Um, and then we cut to the next day where Taylor's in the town square unveiling the first traffic light and metered crosswalk. Um, and a lot of people there are, you know, there for the unveiling. And uh, Luke is accusing Taylor of trying to brainwash everyone. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then Taylor explains to them, like, how to use the crosswalk and shows them this, like, giant sign that explains on how to cross the street. Um, and sound, some of the townspeople were actually complaining that the sign treats them like they're stupid because um, it's literally like, push the button, wait for the signal, you know, each and every step. Um, 
well, anyway, so then while Taylor is explaining the crosswalk to everyone, um, Lorelai is like kind of asking people in the crowd about who's coming to the wedding. And apparently Babette can't make it because they're having Maury's parents over for dinner, um, which actually kind of made me wonder, like, how short of notice did Lorelai give everyone for these wedding invitations that like someone's in-laws coming to town kind of like prevented them from uh, coming? Mm-hmm. Um, and then Taylor has Stars Hollow's oldest resident, I believe, use the crosswalk for the first time. And Kirk is trying to take a picture, but his camera lens is still on the camera. Um, and then Suki and Lorelai are fighting about whether or not Lorelai should wear a veil to the bachelorette party. And Luke gets pretty annoyed, and he just tells Lorelai to just go ahead and elope. And Lorelai says, oh, believe me, we tried to do that. Um, and then Suki asserts that weddings should not be something that you just get over with. Um, Luke then says that weddings are not biologically natural, and he rants about how he's against getting married in general. Um, and then Suki gets mad, too. And he, she's just like, oh, we're going to finish this conversation away from the crotchety guy. <laughs> um, and then as everyone leaves, the you know elderly resident is still crossing the street. Um, but yeah, what did you guys think of the scene and Luke's reaction to Suki and Lorelai's wedding conversation? Luke was definitely getting more irritated than usual. Um, like we mentioned before, he was just jealous at the fact that Lorelai is getting married and, you know, he still has feelings for her. Um, but what I also thought was interesting was the fact that Lorelai was asking people um, who's coming to her wedding what I thought was interesting is in the beginning of the scene or in the beginning of the episode, she was like, oh, it's going to be a very like small, intimate like thing. It's not going to be big. But then she's just asking people in the town, like, are you coming to the wedding? <laughs> um, you know, I would assume it would just be like very less people, but apparently it's like a lot of people. So it's just interesting. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I, I thought that was like interesting also. And the fact that Lorelai wasn't sending out like, you know, actual invitations, but literally asking people at a cross uh, crosswalk, uh, hey, who wants to come to my wedding? You know, that sort of thing. Um, I just think she's just not at all prepared to get married. Right. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was weird how like someone's weekend plans were like kind of preventing them to go when in reality I know like for wedding invitations people usually send them out like super far in advance so yeah they yeah. send like the save the date and then like the actual invitation and it just seems like Lorelai didn't even do that at all right it kind of feels like very rushed almost just like mm -hmm. their engagement was too yeah yeah um, and then we cut to later that night where Lorelai, Rory, Suki, Michelle, and Miss Patty um, are waiting in line to get into a club. And <laughs> I love this mm -hmm. scene so much. Um, and then Michelle is complaining about how they're corrupting a minor and how it's a felony because, you know, Rory is trying to get in and she's not uh, 18 yet. And Suki suggests that Rory tries to look older by thinking of retirement funds or 401ks. <laughs> um, and then Michelle also tells Rory that she should have brought her fake beard and mustache. Um, and Lorelai is just like, oh, who invited him? And Suki explains that Michelle overheard them planning and wanted to come. 
And Michelle is just like, oh, well, I didn't know that night would involve babysitting. And then he looks at Rory. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then Lorelai gets a call on her cell phone. And Max says that his bachelor party has come to a halt because his brother decided to jump over a parking meter. And he wound up in the hospital and has a mild concussion. Um, (laughs) So... Yeah, pretty bad night for them. Um, but then Suki makes it a rule that they cannot call their significant others while they're there. Um, so then they get to the front of the line and the bouncer asks for Rory's ID. Um, and Lorelai then really blatantly lies and says that Rory is an international supermodel. Um, and <laughs> he knows it's a lie, but he still lets them in. Um so then they walk into the club um, and then they see Emily sitting alone at a table with a martini, which I started laughing out loud when I saw her just sitting there. Um, and Lorelai is just like, what is my mother doing here? Um, <laughs> and Michelle explains that he invited her because he thought it would be a kick. <laughs> <laughs> and then... Um, Lorelai walks up to Emily and they sit down and Emily asks Rory how she was able to get in and she (laughs) says that oh you know apparently I'm an internationally known supermodel Um, and then (laughs) so then Emily wishes Lorelai a happy bachelorette party and Emily tells Lorelai that when they tell people to show up at 8 that it's important to be on time otherwise it's bad manners (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, what did you guys think of this um, little scene and of Emily being there? I I thought it was like super funny how like Michelle is just utterly annoyed at everything and everyone. (laughs) And I was I was so shocked to see Emily there. I was not expecting her at all. I mean, I've watched the show before. I know she was gonna be there, but um, (laughs) but um, it's so weird how like. Of all places, Emily is at the same place that Lorelai is having her bachelor party. <laughs> yeah, um, I really like the scene where Lorelai pretty much tried to make her daughter look like a supermodel. Um, and the guy just like let them in like he just didn't even care. <laughs> <laughs> and then I actually love the reaction of Suki more than Lorelai uh, at the fact that Emily was there like. I don't know if you had seen her facial reactions, but she was just like, uh, what just happened? (laughs) (laughs) And then even when she like sat down, she was just like fake smiling, like, hey, type of thing. (laughs) Yeah, I forgot that. Yeah, I forgot that Michelle and Emily were actually like buddy buddy because I remember that episode where she comes to the inn and they both are speaking French and they both love each other. So that's probably why she ended up showing up. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I always forget about that. Although when you think about it, they have a lot of similarities, you know? (laughs) True. True. They're both snarky and sarcastic. Exactly. They're both very, very shady. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, yeah, Anusha, do you want to tell us what happens next? Sure. So everyone um, is sitting at the table at the bar and, and ordering drinks and everything and Lorelai orders herself like a giant Long Island iced tea, which is great. <laughs> and then um, Emily asked Lorelai how she's feeling about getting married. And um, Lorelai said she feels just fine, you know, like relaxed and stuff. 
and Emily tells her that before she got married, she was a total wreck. And Miss Patty also said she was a wreck before all of her weddings, as in plural. (laughs) (laughs) And um, Emily starts telling the story of her wedding day with Richard, and everyone is just listening really intently, and Lorelai is just popping bar nuts into her mouth. (laughs) (laughs) And Emily says that whenever she wasn't with Richard, she was constantly thinking about him and imagining different scenarios of the two of them. And she said she was, like, in totally in love. And Michelle goes, it's wonderful to be in love. And then we see Lorelai kind of look down and continue to eat her, eating her barnets and just super quiet. Um, what did you guys think about that? I think it was super interesting. Like, everybody was, like, so cute about it. And then, um, you know, Emily was talking about how she wore her dress for the last week before her wedding and like you know putting on the gloves and the tiara and all of that and um you know you look at Lorelai and we kind of saw like what she's been doing the past few days and it just doesn't seem like she was as excited as her mother was when she was getting married um but yeah it was also cute looking at everybody on the table like people calling and texting their significant others um also, on a side note, I don't know if you guys noticed, but Rory was holding, like, an AOL pager. Yes. Uh, I was just like, oh, yeah. my goodness. <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah, I definitely noticed the AOL pager, and I was like, oh, man, the show is so old. <laughs> um, yeah, I thought it was also very cute how Emily felt comfortable enough to kind of talk about her own experiences, like on the week of her wedding, um, especially like just given the fact that she's kind of in a plate, like in a setting where she may not feel like as uh, comfortable, you know, being at a bachelorette party, um, especially for Lorelai. It's probably the last place she thought she would be. Um, but the fact that she still felt comfortable enough kind of like sharing her own experiences with the table, um, I thought that was very sweet. And I think it was also necessary for Lorelai to hear because Lorelai, as you know, we could tell based on her reaction, um, you know, she was feeling like what you guys had mentioned that, oh, I, I'm not doing what she was doing. Like, uh, is there something wrong in this situation? You know? So mm-hmm. it was probably like a, a light bulb moment for her. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Also, and I, I think, feel like, oh, oh no, go ahead. Um, I feel like the martinis really did kick in for Emily. The fact that she felt comfortable to share all this, I don't think it would have if she wasn't drunk. Yeah, I was literally going to say the same thing. I think she was Good having point. a little liquid courage. <laughs> Good point. Yes. Yeah, and then. Um, yeah, like Jaina mentioned, Emily uh, continues to say like she was trying on her wedding dress and all, all of that stuff. Um, and then um, Lorelai just seemed to get more and more uncomfortable as like she's hearing all this like talk about how Emily felt about getting married before. Um, and then Suki says she has to make a call and Miss Patty asks if it's to Jackson and Suki gets all flustered and says, well, I only want to ask him if he, if I left anything at his house. Um, but we could tell she just wanted to like hear his voice and talk to him, which I thought was really cute. Um, and then Emily notices Rory texting on her AOL messenger. <laughs> <laughs> and 
and asked who she's writing to and Rory says she just wanted to see if Dean was around um and then Lorelai takes her phone and walks off to make a phone call um however we find out that instead of calling Max she actually called Christopher and Lorelai um tells Christopher that she's at her own bachelorette party and he asks her who the lucky guy is and she tells him that his name's Max and Christopher tells her that Rory's mentioned him but she didn't um, mention that it was that serious or anything. Um, and then Lorelai goes, oh, well, it wasn't and that they were ho- just hooking up and then um, broke up because one of them freaked out. And Christopher immediately guesses that, like, it was Lorelai that freaked out. And Lorelai goes, yes, uh, I freaked out, but well, we got back together. And then it got, like, very serious. Um, and then Christopher asks what he's like and what his music collection is and stuff. And um, it really makes it seem like Lorelai and Christopher um, obviously really know each other a lot, which they kind of grew up together and stuff. But it just, to me, it seems like the show is trying to make it seem like Christopher is the only person in the world who knows Lorelai fully and completely. Um, I don't know. What did you guys think about that? Yeah, it was interesting um, to kind of see that her first choice for a phone call was Christopher. Um, it's been a long time since I first, since I, you know, of course, first saw the episode, but also rewatching. So I actually forgot who she had to call it, who she had called until I rewatched it um, earlier today. Um, so initially, I thought she was going to call Luke, um, just given the previous scenes uh, for this episode. But um, yeah, it does kind of seem like the show is kind of showing like, see, Christopher knows her the best because he's known her the longest. And mm-hmm. um, just the fact that he would point out things that Lorelai would care about, like music collection, um, I think that kind of says a lot too. Yeah, I know. I definitely agree with you guys. And um, I feel like it's really interesting. So this is only season two and episode three, but we already see that Lorelai pretty much has like three male connections. And it's kind of interesting that the fact that they've added these three individuals that are completely different from each other um, in Lorelai's life. Um, it's just food for thought, I guess. But overall, yeah, I do think it's interesting that she called Chris. But I mean, it does make sense that he's known her the longest. So he would be talking about like all these things like CD collections and all of that stuff. Um, it was just interesting because Chris, it didn't seem like from his side, he had any sort of like, oh my God, reaction to the fact that Lorelai's getting married, but I feel like Lorelai um, felt a little bit more of a connection than he did. Yeah, for sure. And I honestly did not expect the call to be to Christopher at all. And I think that just came out of nowhere. Right. I I really thought she was going to call Luke at that moment. I did too. Um, And then uh, Lorelai hangs up the phone and walks back to the table and um, she notices Michelle is missing and asks uh, if he left and Suki says no and that he had to shake his thing. (laughs) (laughs) 
and she pointed to the dance floor and we see Michelle just jamming to the music and dancing by himself. <laughs> and then Suki asks Lorelai how Max is doing and Lorelai says, oh, just fine. Everything's fine. And she just looks down and just uh, sips her drink. Um, so then we cut to the next morning and uh, Suki and Lorelai are like hungover and drinking coffee at the kitchen at the inn. Um, and then Michelle walks in and goes, I feel like crap on toast. <laughs> and then Lorelai asks him where he went after he broke off from the group. And he says he was with Janet Jackson and Celine Dion. Very nice guys. <laughs> <laughs> and then he tells Lorelai her husband-to-be is waiting out in the lobby looking annoyingly perky. And then he goes, slap him or I will. <laughs> Um, Lorelai goes out to greet Max and he mentions to her that he went to drop off his printer at her house but Rory wasn't there and he mentions guess who doesn't possess his own set of keys yet and Max seemed a little annoyed at that and says he's trying really hard not to read too much into it Um, Lorelai just tells him they're just a pair of keys and she'll give them to him soon and she just forgot and Max just bursts out that she needs to think about someone other than herself for a few minutes a day. Um, and then he apologizes immediately after. Um, what are you guys' thoughts on this scene here? I think the writers are just like helping us give hints as to what's probably going to come. Um, the fact that Lorelai really is undecided at the fact that if she wants to give him the keys or not, like if you ask someone to marry you and you say yes, and then, you know, you start kind of living together, you're obviously the first thing is you're going to give them keys. Right. But Mm -hmm. the fact that she even didn't really do that and hasn't really considered Max into her life fully, we're just giving, we're just like getting hints as to what is going to happen. And yeah. This whole thing's going to be a disaster. <laughs> yeah, I totally agree. I think that um, I I really felt bad for Max in this moment, especially because you would think that, um, you know, they're literally about to get married very soon. And he doesn't even have keys to, um, you know, her place yet. It's kind of like, again, another red flag on top of a ton of red flags that we saw in this episode where Lorelai clearly is kind of treating this as if, you know, her getting married is not going to happen. So it's definitely foreshadowing what's to come. Yeah. Yeah. I also think it's kind of rude. Don't you guys like? Yeah, I definitely agree. Yeah. Like, I mean, you're engaged to this person and, you know, you're supposed to be, you know, even if you're faking it i think it has like decency wise you should give them like the keys you know like right okay the last day you're gonna say no that's fine but like at least (laughs) try to be nice about it for the time being i don't know yeah like to yeah like to move all their stuff into the like the new place like you should like make them a set of like a set of keys like copy like you know i don't know yeah, yeah, I agree with something. you guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and then, uh, yeah, Lorelai tells him to bring the printer tomorrow and that she'll have the keys for sure. Um, and then we cut to Lorelai's house and her and Rory are in the kitchen and 
Rory tells Lorelai that she got an interesting call and that it was Christopher and asks uh, Lorelai why she called him last night at the bachelorette party. Um, Lorelai goes, oh, I just wanted to check in. And Rory asks, well, why at your bachelorette party? And Lorelai, like, asks her, well, did he just call to wrap me out or something? And Rory tells her, oh, like, he just wanted to see what was up and that he thought it was weird, too. And um, Rory asks Lorelai if she called him when she told everyone she was calling Max instead. And Lorelai just, like, nonchalantly starts shuffling through her mail and goes, like, oh, yeah, somewhere around there. And... Rory asks why she would do that and Lorelai goes you know someday when you're older you'll be introduced to something called the Long Island iced tea and it's going to make you do things that you wouldn't normally do and Rory tells her that Christopher just wants her to be happy and that so does she and she asks her if she actually is happy about all this and Lorelai goes don't I seem happy and Rory replies, yeah, I guess. Um, what did you guys think about this? Oh, man. <laughs> I, I When she used the excuse of like, oh, it's because of the Long Island iced tea that she called Christopher. I was like, really? Because <laughs> yeah. I feel like that was a cop out because we saw her take maybe one sip of that drink and then she called him. Exactly. And- she didn't really even get to one fourth of it. <laughs> Right. Yeah. And I understand she was drinking a little bit beforehand, but the fact that she blamed it on a specific drink rather than her actual feelings, I was like, really? (laughs) Exactly. And it actually like um, takes away your inhibition. So deep down, she really wanted to call Christopher. It it doesn't make you do things you wouldn't do. It makes you do things you shouldn't do, but you, you really want to, I guess. Right. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then Lorelai, uh, Rory tells her that, you know, she'll, she'll there for her and everything, and she goes into her room, and then Lorelai notices something outside her house, and she walks out, and she sees Luke dragging a huppa out of his truck onto her front yard, and Lorelai asks, what is that, and Luke says, it's a huppa for her and Max to stand under to get married. Um, which he made and he carved like with such intricacy and Lorelai asked him why he did this and Luke goes well you can't stand in the hot sun to get married so you need something um what did you guys think about this gesture that Luke did he just randomly made her a hoppa <laughs> I love this scene I feel like it's really cute I feel like this is the one time in the episode where they both finally have a real conversation not just like a fake one where they don't show like kind of what they're thinking in their mind and it's beautiful the huppa that made I think this is one of the things that I have remembered from Gilmore Girls I feel like this huppa was just so beautiful and in, in the scene they show in the last scene of this, they show um, Luke and Lorelai standing under the huppah. And it's just so beautiful. And at that point, you know, uh, viewers that have viewed our this show already kind of know that they eventually are going to be together. But it's definitely like 
foreshadowing the fact that you know they're good together than the other two guys in Lorelai's life yeah for sure yeah I thought it was really sweet of Luke to do especially just given the fact that earlier in the episode he was very like you know kind of whiny about all of this um so the fact that he went out of his way to like hand carve a hoopa for her and like just bring it to her house so that she can have it for her wedding day I think that shows that even though he was acting very immature during earlier in the episode he can have moments of maturity too yeah for sure and like we mentioned before I think Luke like pretends to have a hard exterior but he's just a huge softy Right. <laughs> um, so then we cut to later in the night, and all of us, Lorelai rushes into Rory's room and starts packing stuff. And Rory's super confused and asks what's going on. And Lorelai tells her they're hitting the road, and Rory asks why. And Lorelai looks like she's about to cry and goes, because she didn't want to try on her wedding dress every night before the wedding. And Rory just immediately goes, where are we going? And continues to help her pack and asks where they're going and tries to distract her. And then early the next morning, Laurel and Rory uh, get on the road for their trip. And that was the end of this episode. What are your guys' thoughts on this last scene? Okay, I love the last scene. Um, Not because of the fact that they're literally running away, but right at the end, um Lorelai's like driving her car super duper fast and then that red light that Taylor had installed (laughs) gets in their way so they're like just waiting there (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah overall I just thought it was so interesting and you know it was weird that Rory um like didn't ask too many questions like she was at first and then she was just like saw Lorelai's face and she was like okay I just have to listen to my mom and we're just going to pack and we're going to go. Um, no questions asked type of thing. It was just really interesting. I felt like what happened with her and Luke, like with the hoppa thing and then um, stuff at the bar for her bachelorette party and all of these things that had occurred within the week coming to this, it was just like pushing her to the brink where she was like, okay, I can't handle this anymore. I got to go. Yeah. I do think the traffic light was kind of symbolic in a way because, you know, because she was like rushing first, like what you were saying with her driving. And I feel like she was kind of like that with this whole wedding process. Like, okay, get engaged, like, you know, set a wedding date, plan for the wedding, and then just like go through with it. Um, And then like that stoplight kind of signifies like, oh, you should like wait, slow down and actually think about how you feel about all this. Um, And it feels like she's finally gotten the chance to slow down and think about, oh, I actually don't want to marry Max. Um, So Mm -hmm. at least to me, it was kind of like symbolic in that way. Um, But I do feel like she should have at least given Max a heads up about this because when especially when she tells uh, Rory, um, you know, like, no, I'm not going to marry him. Um, I think that should have been an opportunity to, like, maybe just give him a call and, like, talk to him first before, like, running away. But 
I don't know. Just just maybe. I mean, we don't know. We're still young. <laughs> yeah, who knows? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I definitely agree with you on that. It was I feel like the entire time she's just been like really rude with Max. Um Yeah. And it's just heartbreaking because he's actually genuinely such a nice guy. So he really just doesn't deserve this. Yeah, Max yeah, deserves for sure. better. <laughs> For sure. I felt really bad for Max this episode. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, what were your guys' like, overall thoughts um, of this episode now that we've kind of broken it down and talked about it? Yeah, I think it was a great episode. It definitely had some really great like comedic points and all we got to know a little more about the side characters and... Um, I love the fact that um, Emily was there at Lorelai's bachelorette party and um, I just felt, like I mentioned, I felt really bad for Max this episode and um, I'm glad that Lorelai and Luke had like a serious real conversation at the end of the episode. Yeah, overall, really good episode. Yeah, I like this episode. Overall, it was really nice. Um, we got to see a lot of different characters, got to kind of understand more about Lorelai, um, what's going on in her head. We got to see Max and Lorelai interact way more than we have in the past uh, episodes, which is good because this is when they both kind of realize what's going on with their relationship. Um, but yeah, I really... Yeah. I agree. I feel like we get more of an insight into Max and Lorelai's relationship in this episode because up until this point, I feel like we've only seen them together in shorter scenes, just like woven together in other episode plot lines. So it was interesting to see how, you know, we got a whole episode this time only dedicated to their storylines. So yeah, definitely a great one. All right. So that about wraps it up. Uh, Thank you all so much for listening. In our next episode, we'll be discussing a uh, topic in the Gilmore Girls community, so definitely stay tuned for that. Um, you can support our podcast by going to the link in our uh, show notes, and you can find us at Gilmore Gals Pod on Instagram. And if you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe, rate, and review, and share this podcast with friends that you know who enjoy Gilmore Girls. So we'll see you all next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.